Hello and welcome to Connect FCS Ed Podcast, where we talk about family and consumer sciences education. Each episode is geared to recruit, support, and retain the professional FCS educator. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to help boldly celebrate families and careers with you. Do you remember your first year as a teacher? Were you hired as an afterthought, meaning you were hired after the start of the school year? Are you a career changer in the education field? Or did you go to school to become a teacher? We all became teachers because we wanted to make a difference in the lives of the up-and-coming youth. We all have a teacher that impacted our own educational experiences that made it all the better. For me, it was Mrs. McDade, who was my study hall and life skills teacher, and Mr. Vanny, who was my English teacher as well as athletic director at my school. Mr. Vanny was not only an athletic director, but in his former years, he was a professional boxer, (laughs) which means his nose was much larger than the average nose. And he also talked in a nasally pitch only because he got punched so many times. But they poured so much time, energy, and love into me. And it's because of them I wanted to give back by paying it forward. Their legacy lives on in me. And I know your experiences and the people who dedicated their time into developing you, you are honoring them. Being a teacher is hard, but it's for the love of the craft and the relationships formed that we always go above and beyond for others. CTE is hard. Career and technical education is hard. You are experts in the field, yet what we can teach may have nothing to do with what our career focus was on, which means our first year of teaching may be even harder. Family and consumer sciences is hard. Did you know that FCS is the only CTE avenue that you have to have a bachelor's degree in? You cannot take the alternative route for certification to become an FCS teacher. Me, I have a degree in Information Technology Administrative Management. But in order for me to have a certificate in family consumer sciences and to be able to be a certified teacher in that area, I had to go back to school and get my master's degree in family consumer sciences, as well as take the West B, or you may know it as the Praxis. And on top of that, I have to do the EdTPA portfolio, which I am still trying to do. And because of COVID, it's not happening. But I'm having to do all those things all while doing my job in teaching and learning. Becoming a teacher is hard, but I'm here to tell you it's looking up from here. So on top of that, being a first-year teacher is the hardest. You have to learn to apply all of the abstract and theoretical skills you learned in college. You're constantly blindsided by situations for which you are not prepared for. You must learn new things. A lot of new things. And in a short amount of time. All this while being held accountable for all the new things you must learn and that you really haven't had the experience to know yet. The hardest point in the year for a first-year teacher, if you aren't a first-year teacher, stay with me, 
this will apply to you as well. Many of us have seen the graph, phases of a first-year teacher, a roller coaster of emotions. The first phase starts in July through September with the anticipation, the gearing up, the excitement. Followed with October, falling into that survival phase, which then November through January is the point of disillusionment, or the pit of despair as I refer to it as. It is the lowest point on the emotional roller coaster of a first year teacher. And we're currently at this point right now in the year. This is only my fourth year as a teacher. I may not be that qualified for, but my experiences would say otherwise. I may not have had that many positions in my career in education so far. But one significant takeaway that I've come to find is that any year in a new teaching position has the qualities of a first-year teacher. Let me say that again. Any year in a new position has qualities of a first-year teaching. My first-year teaching, I hit disillusionment in November, and I was first hired in October. I am that afterthought. My first year in my new building after moving, I hit disillusionment in November. My first year being a new teacher mentor for my building, which was last year, I hit disillusionment in November, and I was hired in November for that position. Disillusionment is real. It is hard. Any first year in a new position is hard. It's hard for all of the reasons that I stated first-year teaching was hard. I like to think that 2020 is like a first year for all of us. We are all having to learn to apply abstract and theoretical ideas about teaching virtually and teaching in a pandemic. We are constantly blindsided by situations for which we aren't prepared for. We have to learn new things. A lot of new things in a short amount of time. And we are being held accountable for all of those things we don't yet know, but really do need to know in order to be successful. I believe we are all on this roller coaster of a first year teacher's emotions together. And I want to be that encouragement to you to let you know there is hope. If you're feeling overwhelmed and disillusioned, That is natural. This time of year is stressful, and the stress is compounded by teaching in a pandemic. Look forward to March, where your feelings will start to change from disillusionment to rejuvenation. Tell yourself that things will get better, and look for things which you can be grateful for. Gratitude snaps through Tisha Richmond right now. Be grateful for what we are and where we are at. Today, I am grateful for Saturdays, Saturdays for which I could smile and relax and not have to worry about the compounding of emails that I have had to sift through all of this week. Enjoy the holiday break with your family and unplug. We are all on this roller coaster together and we are headed to an upswing, I promise. I also want to think that it's important to remember the power of collaboration during this time. Collaboration is an essential part of overcoming obstacles. 
There is power in collaboration. And I encourage you to reach out to someone with whom you can connect with. I have benefited by spending the past months discussing ideas, learning from others, and putting those ideas into practice. My recommendation to you is to create your own PLC and join online webinars learning new skills for this year as well as future years to come. Virtual teaching is not going away. So pivot, we must. Look up what you need to know. So many people and companies are offering free online learning during this time. There is power in collaboration and relevant teacher professional development. (laughs) We can virtually be anywhere. So something that I am starting to create is I'm going to be putting together a masterclass in mentoring new FCS teachers and or CTE teachers. So if you are a new teacher in the FCS field or CTE, I want to take you from surviving to thriving. So join me on FCS Tips through Facebook, and let's elevate this year's teaching experience, and let's raise the bar together. Thank you for joining me today at Connect FCS Ed. In this podcast, we boldly celebrate families and careers by providing inspiration, support, and resources for teachers, students, and families. If you could do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. My mission is to get this out in front of as many people as possible to help educate and inform the community that home economics is alive and well. Each week, I will choose one special person to win some Connect FCS Ed swag. So be sure to add your name to the review and I will reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks again for spending your time with me today and be sure to visit me at fcspodcast.com for past episodes and more gifts to help spread the word that family and consumer science is today's home economics.